Blog Talk Radio. Oh, let's just enjoy the presence of the Lord right now. Oh, we love you, Lord. We bless you, Lord.
Welcome to tonight's show. I am one of your hosts, Tanisha. Your other host will be with us shortly, which is Terrence. And today is November 1st, 2023, 7.10 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in to PGN, Prophetic Grace Network. Very excited to be here. Exciting times. Um, God is really moving. God is really speaking. And this, this year is wrapping up. We're already in November. It seems like it just turned October, and now it's already <laughs> November, and I don't know about you, but I'm excited for the close of this year because, as I've said many times on the show before, um, the theme for this year that God gave me was that 2023 equals God restoring, breakthroughs, and exposure. So um been seeing it, honestly, this year, like really have been seeing it. Um, And I believe that we're going to see more of it as this year closes out and we start to move into 2024 Um, because we're closer to 2024 now than, than ever. We've got a couple months. So let's make the best of this year. Let's make sure that we are in our word. Let's make sure that we are in prayer, not those quick drive by prayers, which those are cool too. But I'm saying, like, let's have some deep, meaningful prayers. Let's be listening and hearing, God, what are you telling me? What direction are you taking me in? Randy has really just been on fire, and he had a show, I believe it was Tuesday's show. Maybe it was Monday's, but he was really talking about how sometimes, you know, um, things don't go according to what you think it's going to go. And you can sometimes have that, that breeds disappointment in God, but you have to just trust God to do what he said he's going to do how he's going to do it because the way we do it is not going to be the best way because we don't see, we're not all knowing. We don't see what's going on with people's hearts. We don't know what people's motives are. We don't know what's going to truly help people. We only experience people, but we don't 
have the, 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 the knowledge that God has, knowing them from the time he knit them in their mother's womb up until the time that you're dealing with them. You know, so God knows everything. He knows what's best for everything, and we have to trust God. Um, we have to know that when he's fighting our battles and he's handling things for us, he's doing it in a way that's best for all parties involved. But tonight I want to talk about um, the scripture of the day for the Bible app. It really, really struck a, a, a chord in me when I read it. It is um, Proverbs 11.25. I'm going to read it first out of the Amplified. The generous man is a source of blessing and shall be prosperous and enriched. And he who waters will himself be watered, reaping the generosity he has sown. And let's compare it to some other um, versions. So let's go here. Give me a minute. So NIV reads, again, this is Proverbs 11.25, a generous person will prosper Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Does that sound familiar at all? <laughs> People reap what they sow. And so this is basically letting us know that without saying that you reap what you sow, and it's, and it's focusing on a um, person who's generous, right? A person who uh, refreshes. Because another um, version says, let's read it out of the... Let's see. For some reason, I don't have the King James downloaded on my app anymore, and I can't even seem to put it on there. Let's see. I'm able to do, can I do New King James? Let me see. I'm going to have to just start having my, there's New King James. Okay, so New King James reads, again, Proverbs 11.25. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. You know, despite what's going on in our lives, we have to still be generous, and we have to still be willing to water people, right? Because I see a lot um, online where people just talk about how rotten people are, how terrible people are. For example, um, I'm on the Nextdoor app, and for those who don't know, it's like an, an, an app that you can sign up for, and it's just like people in your neighborhood. So it helps you stay aware of like crime or community events, things like that. Well, with it being Halloween yesterday, there were a lot of posts today about people who weren't able to pass out candy. So they left like bowls outside their home, which never the best idea, but hey, I get it. Some people still want to participate in some way. And well, people, you know, kids, they're kids, you know, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. They see these big bowls filled with candy. There's nobody around, so they think. You know, everybody's got doorbell cameras now, but, you know, kids aren't thinking like that. They dump the whole bowl in their bag. Well, there was, like, post after post after post after post after post after post of people saying, hey, raise your kids better and posting the videos of the ring and vivid cameras and all these different <laughs> companies, ADT and stuff, of these kids dumping candy in their bowls. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And then you read the comments and people are like, this is why the world is so messed up and blah, blah, blah. These kids are just so rotten and this is the parents' fault and they condone bad behavior. I mean, it was just a big bowl of negativity. Well, somebody made a post 
And it was a kid walking up, and there was no candy in their bowl because 10 minutes prior, apparently, a kid had dumped off all the candy in their bowl. And so the kid, they have a sign that says, smile, you're on, the, on camera. So the kid reads the sign. They're like, so, smile, you're on camera. And the kid says, you know, what's up? And then they're like, you know what, I'm going to give you some candy because they saw the bowl was empty. So the kids are taking candy out of their own little bucket to fill the bowl back up because there was no candy in the bowl. And it was just the sweetest thing. And the comments, people are like, see, there's still hope. You know, there's still good people out there. There's still people raising. It got like 290-something comments. But this is why we have to continue to water people because everything's not bad. If somebody would have just came on there, let's say it was their first day on Next Door, all they were saying was those, those negative ones about how rotten kids are, the thieves, parents suck, and all these other things. And people start to take attitude like, why even pour into people? Because people just suck, you know, it's, it's from the kids to the parents, where you got this one kid that said, you know what, I'm going to put some candy in the bowl. That's what you got to be. You got to be like that one kid. That one kid, people were talk, talking about starting, you know, GoFundMe's and trying to find this kid to give him his favorite candy. And now they're trying to put together funds to buy this kid a new bike because I guess his grandma and mom found out about the post and all this stuff. When you do good and you water, it creates like it, it, it creates like a chain reaction. It inspires people. It warms people. People are people now more than ever need to be watered with with the right things they need to be watered with the word they need to be watered with hope um i'm part of several um dad's rights groups um because i'm i am a dad advocate i'm for dads having equal rights to good dads um with their children because i saw how the courts you know do dads good dads you know except one day we'll do a show and we'll talk about um terrence's journey with the court system um with his own children but there was this dad on, on one of the pages I'm part of, and he was really, you know, having a tough time and talking about alienation and how it just destroys children and there's no hope because then they become messed up adults and all this stuff. And so, I, you know, I watered him and told him, you know, you got to put your, your faith and your hope in God. And I was expecting him to rip me to shreds because some people do. You know, I, I come on with my positivity. I come on speaking the truth. Right. Some people look at it like, oh, she's just trying to be positive. No, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm giving you the word because the word is good news. You come in with the bad news. You come in with the way the world responds and the way the world is, and the world is wicked. But the good news is that Jesus died and Jesus overcame the world, so you can too. So that's the type of energy I bring. But he he really was hopeful. We had dialogue, and and by the end of it, you know he he was he was his whole attitude had changed. We have to water people. We really do. We have to water people. He who waters will also be watered himself because guess what? You're going to have a dry period in your life. You might have a dry moment. You might It might just be a dry five minutes where somebody needs to water you and you will reap that. So we need to be generous. And it says here, you'll be made rich. Now, everybody always thinks generosity is financial. Can you be financially generous? Absolutely. But there's other ways that you can be generous. You know, give in abundance where you feel led to give in abundance. For some people, it's going to be your time. For some people, it's going to be a listening ear. For some people, it's going to be, you know, being a friend to a person. You could be a friend to a person who's not a friend to you. Let that 
drop in your spirit. You can be a friend to a person who is not a friend to you. I have experienced that where I had a person that I was dealing with and they had a lot of stuff going on, a lot. And God positioned me to really like befriend them. And I knew that they weren't in the capacity to really be my friend because just, you know, the mentality and things that were going on and stuff. But I remember trying to get away from this person and God telling me no. And so I talked to parents about it too and told them how it was kind of draining me. Um, And parents did not know about the conversation that I had with God and God, um, because God had told me I've, I've called you to be this person's friend. And so when I told Terrence about just how I was feeling in general, I didn't tell Terrence about the prayer or the conversation. He was like, I really feel like God is calling you to be this person's friend. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're right. And then I even had uh, Randy pray for this person. This is several years ago. But um, and <laughs> even in the prayer, Randy was like, God's called you to to be a, just a friend and an example. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I had so I, I showed generosity in that area of friendship being there of you know being a sounding board providing wisdom this standing and like just all sorts of things but this person was not a friend to me but I was a friend to this person there were several incidents and, and things that have popped up that weren't things that friends do because you have to know you know what people are and what they are not because a lot of the times we will give somebody a label and then we give them an expectation of that label right They'll say, oh, I thought this person was my friend. Why did you think that? Because you gave them the label of friend, but that doesn't mean that they were qualified for the label in the first place. So I knew going in that this person was not a friend to me. Now, they were trying to be, but everybody doesn't know how to be a friend. But I knew that I was called to be a friend to that person. So even when things came up that were things friends wouldn't do, I didn't take offense. I noticed it because mama didn't raise no folk. But I, I I wasn't surprised because I'm like, okay, this person is, is truly not my friend. Really, I'm, it's not for me to get out of it. It's for me to give. I'm, I'm giving. I'm, I'm being generous with, with myself to this person to show them and to be an example of what a friend is because this person obviously did not know that because in their mind, I was their friend, but they were doing things that friends would not do. So I was just showing an example of friendship, an example of love. Right, a person who just loves you unconditionally, despite what you do or don't do, or how you behave or don't behave, and God used me um, in that capacity. So again, just generosity doesn't always have to be financial. You might just have to be generous with your time, you know, with people. People who might get on your nerves. <laughs> you might be a neighbor who just be a chatterbox, be talking your ear off, and you don't want to talk to them, but they really need somebody to talk to. And and maybe God will make you generous with your ears to just lend an ear to them, you know, and provide some input here and there. You know, there's there's so many ways that you can be generous, but people more than ever, they need that light. They need that. They need the word. They need the truth. Because everywhere you look, it's just number lies out here. That's what the world offers. And the world don't offer no truth. There was a time where there was a lot of morality in the world. At least that's what they tried to portray, right? Because there's nothing new under the sun. But people were more moral. So they, they, their actions and, and their, their mentalities lined up 
more so like a believer, whether they were a believer or not. But now it's like, you know, no holds barred. They're just letting it all hang out. So it's just a lot of wickedness and, and darkness and evil and just profane things, disgusting things. I mean, it's just all hanging out. Nobody's trying to tuck it in anymore. Nobody's trying to, you know, pretend. Even what's glorified, you know, is just really disturbing. <laughs> so people more than ever need to hear the truth. They need you to be generous with the word. They need you to be generous in whatever way God is calling you to be generous. And guess what? You'll be made rich in those areas. Like while I was being a friend to this particular person and, it, and you know, honestly, it was draining. It really was draining me. But God was, was making me rich in that area in the area of friendship, because really God was being a friend to me and, and making Terrence and I's friendship even stronger. So I was, I was reaping what I was sowing. And when you water, you'll be watered. And in hindsight, while I was being a friend to this person and watering this person, it was during a time that a lot of stuff was going on. A lot of stuff that things that I was not sharing with a lot of people. Right. Because sometimes you have to be guarded with your information and, and be and mindful of who you share that information with. And so during that time, there was a lot of stuff going on and I was not sharing that with people. It was things that, you know, if you just were a party to it, you were privy or, you know, like my sister knew, parents, of course, knew, but um, a lot of people did not know. And so when you're going through a lot and especially when it's more than one thing at a time. Right. It can be very draining. It could be it could dry you out. And here I was pouring and watering somebody, and God was in turn pouring and watering me. Even this ministry was pouring and watering me. It didn't matter who show I called into. I was being watered every time. It was it was every single time when I was feeling like, oh my gosh, like this is just life is life in, and I don't like it, you know. But every time God poured into me. Every time, like no misses. <laughs> so all that to say, be generous, because again, the word says we need to have the amplified again. Let me go back. Proverbs eleven twenty five. The generous man is a source of blessing and shall be prosperous and enriched. And he who waters will himself be watered, reaping the generosity he has sown. Reaping what you sow is, this is proof. It's not all just bad stuff. If you always hear people say that somebody does something and then well, I don't care if people reap what they sow, which is true. People do reap what they sow. But know that that applies to the good too. It's not just the bad. You know, everything you do, you do for others, you're sowing a seed and it's going to come back. And, and more than ever now, people need that. They need to be watered. They need you to be generous in ways that you're called to be generous. And, and it's not in vain. It's not a waste because you're going to. It says the generous man is a source of blessing. And shall be prosperous and enriched, period. It doesn't say only for the right people. It doesn't, no, if you're generous and a blessing, you're going to be prosperous and enriched. So today I met uh, Terrence's chiropractor. And um, when I tell you that this man could not stop singing praises to Terrence. He was saying how he has has grown spiritually since Terrence has been his 
patient. Because wherever Terrence goes, he pours into people, period. If if Terrence is around you for enough time, you're going to get ministered to or prophesied over. (laughs) Could be the grocery store, the vet, you know, him walking to the mailbox, talking to a neighbor. It don't matter. You're going to get preached to or prophesied over. But he went on and on about how his life has literally changed since meeting Terrence, and how he just is a ray of sunshine. That's what the, his words, not mine. <laughs> he called him a ray of sunshine and said that they were always so excited when Terrence came in, that he was just, he just really would look forward to Terrence coming in. So this is the type of people that we need to be. We need to be generous with people. Give, give, of, give of you. You're, you're a blessing. Everybody listening to my voice, you are a blessing. You are made to be a blessing. Right. Sometimes you go through phases of your life where you ain't blessing nobody. <laughs> Only because you're going through your own stuff. But you you're made to be a blessing. You're created to be a blessing. Do you understand that? That's what you was created to do. We all have our own individual calls and gifts and all that kind of stuff. But collectively and individually, no matter what you were called to do, whether you're called to cook, watch kids you know, deal with the elderly, prophesy, lay hands. It don't matter. You're, you're, you were created to be a blessing. You are walking, talking, breathing blessing. Everybody always thinks blessing is money. Oh, I'm blessed because I got money. They blessed because you around. They blessed because you woke up today. They blessed because you in their presence. They blessed because you're their coworker. They're blessed because you're their neighbor. Because you're their kid's teacher and so on and so forth. You, 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 you are a blessing. So bless people. Be generous with you. Water people. People are dry. You know, we're just plants. We're made from the dirt. You ever had a garden and didn't water your plant? plant look, the plant looked petrified. <laughs> plant looked a fright. <laughs> I know I got tomatoes and you know I tell Terrence I'm gonna them every day the lies tomatoes started looking dried up and shriveled up Terrence <laughs> like have you been watering these tomatoes every day you know people ask the question knowing that they already know the answer the proof already in the pudding but they just want to see what you gonna say and I was like I might have skipped a day or eight you know what I mean but <laughs> the tomatoes towed off on me I didn't need to answer because them tomatoes was just dry and fried looking. And Terrence like, you know, I'm going to take over. And he did. They started looking good. Now they've got little tomatoes on them, even though our weather flip-flopping, so hopefully it don't tear up my tomatoes. But if you've ever had a garden, if you don't water it, things start to shrivel up. They don't, they, they can't even function. They can't produce, right? When, 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 when you have a plant, all plants produce something, right? Whether it be fruit or a vegetable, or a flower, or a type of leaf, that they produce something. There's some proof of their health and growth to let you know that this is thriving. Every plant. doesn't have to dissolve. I can't eat that plant. It don't have to be something you eat. Some plants, you know, they're just good for the soil, or they attract certain bugs, which are good for the, you know, the ecosystem. But all plants have some sort of some proof 
of, of that they're thriving. But it doesn't matter what type of plant it is and what the proof that they're thriving is. All of them look the same if they're not being watered. They all look dry and crusty and dead. Every last one of them. It doesn't matter if it's a tomato plant or a, you know, a carnation bush or a, a, a flower bush or whatever. They all going to start to death looks the same on all of them. Drying and, and, and thirsty and dried out look the same for all of them. So they they all need water to thrive and they all need water to grow. And people are no different. Some of these people are walking around trying to get it figured out. They dry and crusty because they don't have no word in them. They feel with with the, the, the ways of the world, with their proverbs, not 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 our Proverbs from the book of Proverbs, not them Solomon written ones. They they got the great-grandpa written ones that they basing how they move on. They dry and crusty. Their lives are dry. They're not thriving. They're trying to figure it out. Oh, I'm just gonna, if I just go back to school, if I just get around rich people, if I just move to this neighborhood. No, it's because you don't, you, don't you don't have no real water. Drinking the water of the world is like drinking out of a swamp. Have you ever seen a swamp? I have in person. It's, it, it stink. It's not pretty. I wouldn't drink from no swamp. A person trying to thrive, getting getting the water of the world is like getting drink of sewage water. That's contaminated, not that treated kind. The contaminated kind. All you you drinking is is funk and disease and stench and and no telling what and whatever anybody flush. It's all in there. It's just like horrible gumbo. You don't know what's in there. But none of it's good. <laughs> and wondering, why am I not thriving? You drink sewage water for a week and see what happens. <laughs> You're going to die. Or be knocking on knocking on death's door. And that's why a lot of people are, are they're, they're dying in areas. They're dying in life. They're not thriving because they're not getting the right water. The water ain't clean. Give them the word. That's clean water. That's fresh water. It's living water. They're going to thrive. So we need to be going to the well of the word and giving these people the water that they need. Now, you can't make them drink it, but you need to give it. Let's pray, and then let's start answering callers. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for another night and another opportunity to come together to love on one another, to, to speak your word, to hear your voice, to get guidance and direction and encouragement and strength. We just love and honor you, Father God. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And Lord, let us, let us be generous um, of, of ourselves. Let us be generous in the blessings that you have given us and the gifts that you have given us in the time that you have given us. Let us water. Let us, let us, let us plant. Let, let us plant where, where you or or, or 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 grow where you've planted us, um, and all the people who are plants around us. Let us water them, and we will in turn be watered. We'll 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 grow and we'll thrive, and because we're being watered. But let us water people. People are are they're hurting and they're confused and they're dry and they're crusty, and they don't know what's going on. They're lost. They're confused. Let us tell them the truth. All paths 
of, of, of if you want joy and love and peace and all those things, all paths lead to Christ, period. There's, there is no other path except for the one of destruction. I don't care how pretty the roses are on the side of it. If, if it ain't a path to Christ, it's a path to destruction. Let us teach people that, that that's the answer, that you are the answer, that Jesus is the answer. There is no truth outside of Jesus. You are the way, the truth, and the life. So everything else is not the way, it's a lie, and it's death. Let us be bearers of truth. Let us be bearers of light. Let us be bearers of water and give the people what they need. And Lord, give your people what they need tonight. Let Terrence and I decrease and you increase and use your servants as your mouthpiece to give your people what they need let it be done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Our other host has joined in. He's fake snoring, but he's here. <laughs> I was resting in the spirit. He was resting in the spirit. Okay. That was a good part. Thank you. All right. Hello, everyone. Yes, Terrence is here. The, the ray of light, ray of sunshine. I like that. He was so excited about Terrence, and he's a he's a kind man. Him and his wife have a, a um chiropractic uh, business, and I just pray God bless it and bring all the people and finances they need in Jesus' name. But just a kind kind man. But he was so excited about Terrence. I said, I get it. He said, Oh, he said he just has us laughing. We just be laughing in here. I said, Oh, I already know. One thing about Terrence, he's funny. <laughs> All right, let's start answering callers. Verses two five one three four two. Hi, Tenacious Latrice from Alabama. Hey, hey, Latrice, can you hear me? I can. Awesome. Hey, Latrice. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she can hear you too. All right, well, let's pray for you, Latrice. Do so. You want to talk to her, Terrence? Said he want to talk to you after we pray. Okay, so I'm going to mute you. We're going to pray, and the Terrence said he want to talk to you. No, I'm not going to hang up. I'm just going to mute her real quick, and then I'll unmute her when we're done. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Latrice. Lord, we thank you for um, uh, the saints. Uh, we thank you for the saints. We thank you for the saints marching on. Oh, that's like a song. Saints, the saints go marching on. That's what I hear. The saints, that you got the saints marching. Um, you typically see marching with like an army. Um, but I see you like leading, leading the saints, you know, leading God's people uh, to, to, to march you know, there's something different about walking and marching. Like, marching is so authoritative. Marching is like, we got this. Like, there's just a, a different attitude that you even have when you march. Um, when you study militaries, right, um, and if you study militaries and you even study psychology, there's, there's a reason why they do some of the things that they do. But certain actions do cause you to take on a certain mentality, which is part of the reason why, um, militaries even have uniforms because you feel more official when you're in a uniform, which is why like some jobs, 
have dress codes. Well, I don't know about now. It seems like nobody does. But back in the days, I know jobs would have dress codes because it was just a, a, a fact that was backed up by a psychiatry and psycho- psychological science that when you're dressed, when you, when you, when you dress nice, you, you, you're more professional. You know, you wear sweats and a baggy shirt with a mustard stain in it. You behave different than if you have a suit on and, and your heels and your pantyhose or whatever, you know, whatever makes you feel professional. There's just a different mentality. And so even with marching, it brings about a, a certain demeanor and a mentality when, when you're marching. It's like, you know, you got this. Like, I'm here. You're going to hear me. You know, I'm here. I'm marching. I'm about to win. There's just something that comes along with marching. But I see you marching with the saints. Like you, you, you letting the saints know that this battle, we, we got this. Like, so I hear so many believers even talking defeat talks. When we got this, like it, we, we can't be basing on what things look like. Like we got this for real. Whatever else is being presented is not what's real. We got this. And I see God really using you to encourage the saints to march on. We got this. We're going to win. You you ain't got to sneak in. You ain't got to tiptoe in. Oh, I don't want them to hear me. No, marching is loud. You're going to hear them coming. So you're going to hear. You're going to teach people to, nah, you you let your presence be known. I'm not scared of you. You need to be scared of me because I done popped up on the scene and I got the, 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 the army, the host of angels and stuff behind me. I got the Lord that's that's fighting my battle, so I ain't got no no reason to be tiptoeing in all scary. You need to be scared. If you're on the opposite side of right, you can either slide over to this side or you could tremble in fear because it ain't my battle and you ain't gonna win. When 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 you on the opposite side of God, if I'm rolling with God, then that's just it. I'm a win. Period. So Lord, we thank you for Latrice and the and, and her teaching the saints how to march, how to march to not be afraid. To not focus on what it looks like, but to focus on the truth of the word. So let that be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You said what? Oh, okay. You want me to unmute now? All right. All right, Latrice, got you unmuted. Amen. What a word. What a word. And I received it in Jesus' name. It is so, and so it is. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Hallelujah. Where's uh-huh. Brother Terrence? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Yeah. I have to hear you. <laughs> yeah. I had to. I had to hear you because. Um, it was like a, a extra strength had to hear where your battery meter was. <laughs> come on now, come on. It's like you, you, the Lord has fully charged you. Like um, it's what like you when you say? when you are when you use like your we got a remote that um, that doesn't have batteries. It just needs to sun. And. Uh, if it's not turned over and facing the light, it doesn't charge. Correct. And so it'll 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 let us know on on the TV that that the battery is low, and so it doesn't need much light. It just needs some light. Mm-hmm. Right, and, right. 
and, and the battery begins to charge, and that's and that's what I I I I, I assist what God is doing with you. You're really helping people, uh, really showing people, because uh, a lot of people have been stressed trying to be perfect in the eyes of, of man. Right. And, and and really, really, really running empty because they're trying to to have lifestyles and things that that match up to the persona that that, that gives the look. Because right. a remote is useless without the charge. Right. I mean, the remote looked good. I mean, it worked. I mean, it it it, it fits the mold. It, the button's in the right place. The mold is right. Ain't no cracks in it. None of this. But the inside is not charged. Come on. The, the source is not charged, so it can't work. It's just useless. It's just part of the decor at that point. And I see God really using you. To 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 wake those people up that's just been sitting in the church for many 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 years. They've just been sitting yes, there, sir. and they've they've become a part of the decor. They've become a part of 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 how the service is run, and and they just got used to how things have been done traditionally. But it's time for them to meet Jesus. It's that they've been hearing about him all these years. It's just like the remote. Been sitting there all this time, and all it needed was to be turned over. It's, it's been where it's supposed. All it needed to be turned over, so the sun can hit the 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 solar pack that's on the back, and that's what people uh, have to do. They got to turn their lives over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Truly, truly turn, turn their lives over to God. To Christ, so that he, can, he can charge them. He can activate them, and that's what I see you doing, like like walking through the church, touching people, turn over. And every time you touch somebody, the light comes on. Like Thank people just you, and, and, and they just a, a a shadow. They they're part of the decor. They 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 look the part, but but they ain't got they they, they don't they they have no life in them. But God is is, is giving you that. That I have to see people, and to see and to see that they that, that they don't have light, and they need they need to be charged, and they need to turn over. And so I just thank God for uh, for giving you that boldness and and, and and really opening you up uh, to to really teaching teaching seasoned seasoned uh, believers. These are seasoned seasoned saints. Uh, yes, sir. That, that that are being broken from tradition. And they're really going to meet Jesus for the first time like never before. I mean, like, really, like, know who he is, really understanding the scripture, not just memorizing the scripture and just going off somebody else's testimony or this, that, and other, but really having having a solidified uh, encounter with the word. And and that's what I see with the seasoned saints because they're needed during this time. They're they're needed during this time because that's the foundation. That's the foundation because uh, of, of, of what things. It's not that that, that God is is different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything like that. God has us in this place, and what we have to do, we have to learn. We have to learn to shift 
Come on. Because, because when 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 a ship has a sail right, and and they need to get to a particular place, they have to shift those sails uh-huh. to on. get the wind properly hitting those sails to push them in the direction that they have to go. So there are some adjustments that people have to make in their lives in order for God to to pull out and open up everything that's in them. The things in them just been lying dormant and they just they need to turn it They need to turn it over, turn it over, turn it over. And really rely on the Spirit of God and not rely on the books that that were written by by those that came before us uh in, in, in their planning book on how they did things. Because cause God is, is doing a thing particularly for this time. Mm-hmm. That's specific for this time based on the people that are here right now because of the mentalities. God knows how to reach his people. Man has mm-hmm. to get out of the way thinking that they know how to reach God's people for him. <laughs> you preaching. Because because we've taken the credit for the things that God has done. God reached people a certain way during a particular time, and God gave us the, the blueprint to do that. But then we've taken it and, and, and turned it into business. We've taken it and, and, and turned it into like this this new way of, of this, this 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 way of doing things. This is just what it is. No, the way to do things is the way God says do things. That's why He says I, I change not. See when we when we stay current with God, He prepares us for 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 the moments He's taking us into, the times that He's taking us into. When we're present, present with him, he gives us a right now word. He gives us right now instructions, things that's done mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, just like when he gave Moses that word he needed right then at the Red Sea. You know, I I, I haven't had to, had to part now in, in, in that, that way. But I have parted some seeds in my life. I had to cross well. over some places uh, that, 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 that seem uncrossable. Come, come on, Terry. I, I, I have I have had enemies that, that 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 have given chase after me, but their attacks have failed. But I've stayed mm-hmm. with God, so God can tell me when to move. He'll tell me what to do. He'll tell me how to do it because He changes not. Yeah. So that means to tell me traditions can change. Get out of here. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. The order of service can change. Come on. But it says, if I be lifted up, I'll drop. So Mm -hmm. ministries ain't got to worry about where they're going to get the money from, (laughs) how the lights are going to cut on, and this, that, and other, because Mm -hmm. God put you there. If you're saying that God placed you here, and this is what God gave you, you need to let God run it. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You need to let him teach you how to to manage, how to be a good steward over what he's put you over. And, and that's that's what I see see you doing because you have you got people that that's connected with people in power. Like there's certain people that that, that that you're gonna say things to and share things to that that they're gonna have the influence to to, Come to share. On. The people that that will never hear you, but but they gonna hear a person that that that, that will hear you though, you know. And so you that's what I see God doing. Real good. 
Um, keep keep pressing, keep pressing, um, and and just continue. Just let 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 God lead. Let God lead, and uh, never doubt. Just don't doubt. Just just understand that that whatever God is doing, He's doing it, and He has it all in control. We have nothing to worry about. The only thing we need to do is doubt and be disobedient. You don't need to do those two D's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on now. Those double yeah, D's. You know it's, you it's, have three. Doubting and disobedience, you know, because when you doubt, doubt leads to disobedience. Mm-hmm. God tells you to do something, and then you say, I don't know. And so you don't do it. Because fear comes on you, second guessing, overthinking, anxiety, all these different emotions that rise up in the flesh that Satan uses to keep you from doing what God is telling you to do, which is going to free you up and and, and position you in in, in places that you could could never do for yourself. It's just got to trust God. Yeah, yeah. And we just thank God for Latrice, Lord. We just thank you for, for all that you. You, you've done for her, mm-hmm. uh, seen and unseen. Yeah. Uh, we thank Good. you for the support, the support system uh, that that she has. A team being built of um of of, of cleaners, like cleaning, like <laughs> like going through cleaning up, really really reestablishing order, reestablishing order, um, like Jesus did in Jerusalem. And um, come on. Reestablishing order and, and putting things in place. I don't know why I'm going on the the ministry, the church thing, <laughs> but but that's 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 what um that's what I'm seeing. And we just thank God for for that being done. And we we buy any hindrances, uh, any demonic, yeah. any 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 conversations that go on behind your back, uh, any plans of the enemy. We we, we bind that now in the name of Jesus. Uh, we 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 hammer we. I'm talking sledgehammer the tongue of the naysayers, sledgehammer the tongue of the non-believers, sledgehammer the tongue of the doubters, and those that speak fear. Um, just like when 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 those uh, disciples, Jesus said, "Let us go to the other side," and they talking about the the, the winds and the waves. You know, don't you know? Does that care that we perish, Lord? I mean, but Jesus ain't talking about no perishing. So keeping the word of the Lord in your mouth, regardless of what you see, just focusing on what Jesus said. And if we focus on what Jesus said, that's what's going to be done. We don't need to change change and alter things in our lives because that's how Satan gets us to alter things in our lives by getting us to speak from an emotional place and not speaking from the word of the Lord, Mm -hmm. not speaking thus says the Lord. We have to say what Jesus says, regardless. It ain't about what 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 we feel, but he's gonna do it lovingly though. And Jesus ain't just walking around slapping folks upside the head about that. He knows everything about you. But it, 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 he knows everybody's shortcomings and this, that, and other. That's between you and him. But us together, our focus is him. Getting everybody to Jesus. Together, we get everybody to Jesus. Jesus works out our issues. Jesus works out our problems. Jesus is the answer. Period. Period. And whatever Jesus decides for you to use in your life to assist in, in, in the natural realm, to keep you keep your faith aimed on, th- thus said the Lord, that's what he will open up to you. 
But it all, it, everything goes through Christ. Jesus is the answer. I don't care what, how many series is a pastor puts out in, in sales for 1999. It does not matter. You know, I, I don't care how much you've given to, to a ministry. I don't care how many years you've served on, on the board. That don't matter. Because if you ain't run your life through Jesus, and if you're not living your life through, for, for, for Christ, you're missing it. Mm-hmm. You sound the brass and tingling cymbals. And that's what I see you doing with the, in the body of Christ, really waking people up, turning them on, telling them to turn it over to Jesus. Turn it over to Jesus. You got people holding on to their children. They ain't turning them over to Jesus. Turn them over to Jesus. They 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 ain't they they still holding on to something that happened 20, 30 years ago. Turn it over to Jesus. Turn it over to Jesus. That man wasn't yours no way. You you holding holding up his life and yours. And you don't want to make room for the one God has for you. A lot of people gotta hear that. Turn it over to Jesus. Man, mad and disappointed. His children been taken away from him and, and going through all of this and that. Turn it over to Jesus. Because he, you, didn't, you didn't choose that woman based off of what God told you to, to do. <laughs> you chose her because that's what you wanted. <laughs> so now you learn to turn it over to the Lord. Jesus wants to be first. 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 And I see God doing it with you and and really showing let really like re, really people let people know what it really means to, to to have God first putting God first it ain't it ain't about being there every Sunday it ain't about being at Bible study in in the choir the usher board the parking lot ministry the children's ministry youth ministry all of that's good but that ain't finna get you to heaven. That ain't finna get you saved. That ain't finna <laughs> that ain't finna deliver you. <laughs> Jesus does that. Jesus did that. And he wants his he wants his, his credit during this time. And I just thank God for opening that opening you up to that and uh, allowing you to flow in there freely. Freely, in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen, Phil. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, preached already. The things Amen. that you were speaking of, I have just done it, said it, did it in the last two, three days. Yes, yesterday, Monday, went to clinical, mm-hmm. had an opportunity to minister to I don't know how many people, but mm-hmm. they were like. Uh, well, I need the student, you need to go in there and do this and make up this bed. And I was like, okay, God. So the doctor came out. He said, go with me. He was going to do a procedure. He said, it's much better than you standing over there making up bed. So I went, got opportunity to minister to I don't know how many families, people. God was just good. Wow. Just telling people about the parting of the Red Sea. I never saw in the Bible 
where it said that he parted it. They had to bring in a cement truck. They had to lay down the uh, paver. When he parted it, they walked through, and it said the water went up on both sides. The mm-hmm. way was already made. The people mm-hmm. just had to get there and do it and don't look back. Mm-hmm. Terrence, you were all up in it. I'm telling people every day. Wow. Had a young lady to tell me, well, I don't see how you live. You never know what your income is, and you never know. And I was like, well, I have a house, and I'm helping her find a house. And I'm saying, well, I have a house. You know, I believe God to pay the bills, but you don't have a house, but you're, you want me to help you. Right. Now, not only do I have a house, now I'm getting ready to have a brand new house without a mortgage. Now, who, who wouldn't serve a God like this? Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling people. Pay your tithes and your offerings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One is a requirement. You got to do it. You get your blessings off your offering. And every day I'm telling people that this, this this is the way. He is the way, the truth and the light. You you talked about uh, having to say something. Terrence, I was on the way to school. Well, it started the night before. God gave me a word for the director of nursing. And I was like, well, okay, God, uh, you want me to tell her what now? <laughs> I said, well, okay, but uh, I'm like, you know, she, Terrence, I gave her a word at 8.30 one morning. I pray for her all the time. I say, I've been praying for you. Uh-huh. And you have? I said, yes, ma'am. I said, and there is a word from the Lord concerning you. But what did he say? And I told her, I said, you know, you don't have to do this. You can, you can start a consulting firm and do this and charge 60000 uh a client. And if you do four a year, you made 240000 She said, Ward, you might be on to something. I didn't know it was God. I ain't have anything to do with it. At mm-hmm. four, no, at three forty-five that evening, she was demoted. Hmm. She called me. I was like, Lord, Hammer. Every time I turn around, she's called. I said, uh, you know, it wasn't me. Trust me, it was God. I said, if you notice, whenever you come, I go the other way, cause my ears are. I, I don't need to hear all of that stuff you're saying. I don't need to hear it in the way that you're saying. And it is written, you reap what you sow. The only way you don't reap it, you don't sow it. Mm-hmm. Right. And now she's like, oh, but boy, I'm like, every day she calling my name. I'm like, Lord Jesus. So I told him, I said, well, God, he said, I need you to pray for her. I said, well, Lord, you know, I see, I'm, I'm, you know I've been praying for her for a minute. And he told me to continue to pray. So she asked me, what did the Lord say? I said, he told me to continue to pray because I'm like, Lord, you already know she hard-headed, ain't going to (laughs) listen. And now God has her attention. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling her, 
He was there all the time. All you had to do was activate him. Mm-hmm. You were an evangelist, and you're telling me that you're not? Right. You die out. You don't quit. Wow. But Paris, everything that you're saying, I have just about experienced it in the last two to three <laughs> days. Wow. It's unfathomable. Wow. <laughs> so God is good. I'm, I'm going to let you go, and we're going to pass the collection plate because you done preached, my brother. <laughs> 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 wow. that's good. That's good to know. I, I, cause I, I needed to hear this. That's why. I, okay, that's that why the Lord. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm I people, and I, I just told the young lady. I say, you know, the sad thing is, you tell people things, you can prophesy to people. I said they get it. You never know about it. They don't say anything else to you. And be the first one to tear you down. But I decree and declare that it is well in Jesus' name. Amen. It is well. God bless you, Trish. All right, and I appreciate you guys. I know other folks on there like they don't get out their phone. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's good. So I have now entered into the it's working for my good season in my life. Wow. I left the uh, though you slay me, yet will I trust you stage. I left the but God stage. I left the and all these things shall be added. I have entered into the it's working for my good. I don't care what it is, how it looks, I know it's working for my good. Y'all be blessed and have a good night. Thank you, you too. You too. Wow. Bye bye. Nice. That's an awesome word. That's an awesome word from both of y'all. <laughs> That's sweet. Amen. Let's get to our next caller here. Two two five four five four. Who are we speaking with? Hi, Karen. Hey, Karen. How are you tonight? Hey, hey y'all. I'm good. How are y'all? Great. Doing well. Yes. Doing good. Let's pray for you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for caring, Lord. We thank you for for <laughs> the word I got was like a cat lady. I like cats. I have a cat. We have a cat. But usually the cat lady, people when people hear cat lady, right, they think a crazy cat lady. That's always what people say. But what's crazy about loving cats, right? But I see you, and cat ladies, when people are cat ladies, historically, the reason why they get the term crazy cat lady is because they are so extreme, and they don't care. They'll talk to you about cats. They just cat everything, cat clothes, cat fur on their clothes, cat bowls, cat, like, they they love all things cats, and they don't care if you are a cat lover or not. They're going to talk to you about cats, period. That's how they get the term, like, oh, that's a crazy cat lady. She's going to talk to you about cats. And I see you kind of operating like that, not in regards to cats, but in regards to Christ, where some people say, oh, here come Karen talking about Jesus again. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, period. I'm going to talk to you about the Lord. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to represent him. I'm going to talk about him. I'm going to shine his light. I'm gonna, Just like them cat people. 
you could tell some of them because they, they have cat fur on them, you know, and, and so it's like you, you're going to have indications of Christ on you by the way you walk, the way you move, the way you talk, the things, the things that you do, how you operate. It's going to all be proof and indication like, okay, this, this lady, she's attached to the Lord. She's attached to Jesus. But you're not going to care what the people say about you because they already know what type of time you are. They already know what you're bringing when you come. Who's with you? That you, when you see Karen, you see Christ because he lives in me. This is who, who guides and, and represents me. I don't make decisions outside of him. I don't, I don't make moves outside of him. So when you see me, you see him because I'm a representation of him. I'm here to represent him in this earth. I'm here to spread his gospel. I'm here to spread his word, his thoughts. I'm here to, to talk about the things that he want to talk about. So that's how you're going to be. Like I said, move like them crazy cat ladies move. They don't care. They don't have no shame in their game. They really don't. They're going to talk to you about them cats, period, what their cat sweater on. <laughs> they don't care because they love cats. And that's how we got to be. We love Christ. So we should never be ashamed of the gospel or never be afraid to say the name Jesus because the world ain't afraid to say the things that they are a part of. And it, it's shameful stuff. And they have absolutely no shame. So I see you just being very bold and very, very known for, for what you bring and who you bring, who you belong to, like where people are going to know it and getting a reputation for it. Not a bad one, right? Not known as a crazy cat lady, but I'm just saying God will give me a, a, an idea, a concept, because he knows the way I look at it, just so that I can illustrate it better to you. So I just see you being very well known for it, where they know it. And, and, and some people will, will be repelled by that, but a lot of people are going to flock to you because of it, you know? I've told the story on the show before, but when 9-11 hit, my mother's birthday was on 9-11. And so that day I was, I wasn't listening to the radio, nothing. I remember I was planning what I was going to do for her birthday, my whole drive to work. So I didn't know about the Twin Towers being hit. I didn't know about none of that because I, I had my mom's birthday on my mind. And so when I went to work, I went upstairs and this group of people, Tanisha, you got to pray. These are people who had not talked to me about prayer before. Some of them had, but not all of them. But they knew that I, I, I they knew I was a believer. They knew I, because I would talk about Jesus. I talk about praying. I, you know, people bring problems to me. I tell them I'm gonna pray for them. All that kind of stuff. So I had a reputation of that. So when a, when they saw a bad situation going on in the world, they knew to come to me. So that's how you gonna be. Where some people are going to be repelled by it, and that's not your problem, but a lot of people are going to be drawn to you because when they when the going gets tough, they're going to come running to you because they're going to be looking for answers and they're going to know, oh, she's talking that, talking that Jesus stuff, let me, let me go talk to her so that you can explain and introduce them to Christ so that you can give them hope, so that you can pray for them, so that you can, you know, tell them the truth. So, Lord, we just thank you for Karen. We thank you for her light, Father God, shining very bright, like a lighthouse like a lighthouse in the middle of the, the sea, providing light and direction and guidance for people. And, and, and where people are going to know, they're going to know you because they know her. They're going to see you in her. They're going to associate you with her. So I thank you, Lord, for, for using her as, 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 a, as a draw to you, to draw people to you, to draw people to, to the cross. Um, let that be done in Jesus' name and just protect her, protect her reputation, Father God, protect her finances and everything in Jesus' name. Amen. You got anything? All right. Let's go to the next call. 954580. Who are we speaking with? 
Hello, good evening. This is Carolyn. It's hey, Carolyn, how are you? How are you both? Well, glad you called in tonight. Let's pray for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Carolyn, Lord. We just thank you for the continued and renewed strength. Um, your word says that, that, that we shall renew our strength. Um, it says we'll walk and not faint. Let me get that scripture. If my phone would stop. Okay, here we go. Isaiah 40, 31. Let's go there. Make it out of the New Testament. Okay, here we go. Isaiah 40, 31. But those, I'm reading it out of the Amplified. But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him will gain new strength and renew their power they will lift up their wings and rise up close to God like eagles rising towards the sun. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not grow tired. Um, let's read that out of the NIV. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That's what I see with you, um, Carolyn. Like you really just, that hope that you have in the Lord, right? Because there's all sorts of things we could put our hope in. I know. Um, <laughs> but when you put your hope in the Lord in every situation, you're going to renew your strength. Because we get tired. We're people. We get tired. We get tired of waiting on things. We get tired of people doing the wrong things. We get tired of being lied on. We get tired of feeling like we're not making enough. We get tired of our job. We, there's all sorts of things that get tired. So we need renewed strength. But when we put our hope in the Lord in that situation and he will renew our strength then we're going to soar on wings like eagles we're going to run and not grow weary right because it says that we, we, it's a race right our, our, we, our salvation our faith is it's a race so we'll run and not even grow weary we keep running our race and not grow weary right we'll walk and not faint so whether you walking or running, you moving, and you don't have to worry about growing weary or faint. You're gonna because you're gonna have your strength renewed as long as you put your hope in the Lord, not in nothing else. In every area, that's where you put your hope in the Lord. Your, your finances, your job, court cases, people—it doesn't matter what it is. Your health, yep, relationships. Put your hope. In the Lord, not people, systems, all that kind of stuff. Put your hope in the Lord. And that's how you get the renewed strength because we, we will get tired. That's just part of life. Person, Show me a person who says they don't ever get tired and show you a person that's not human. I don't know what they are. AI with skin on top of it. Because <laughs> people get tired. We need our strength renewed. But that's the key, is putting the hope in the Lord. Then we can soar on wings like eagles. Study eagle wings. <laughs> There's a reason he put that in there. So, Lord, we thank you for Carolyn. We thank you for the strength, Father God. We thank you for her putting her hope 
in you in every area of her life. In every area, reveal, shed light, illuminate the areas that maybe she's not putting her hope in you. She's putting her hope in something else. Sometimes we're doing that and we don't realize it. Sometimes we put our hope in our skills, our, our connections, our, our time that we've, you know, invested or whatever the case may be. There's all sorts of reasons why we might put hope in things. But show her how to, how to transfer that and put her hope in you so that she has the strength that she needs, so that she can soar, um, so that she can run, not grow weary, and she can walk and not faint. So we thank you for that. Let that be done in Jesus' name. Amen. You got anything? All right. Let's go. Okay. That works for me. 610969. Shalom. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Hey, Lisa. I'm okay. How are you guys? Great. Yes, we're doing good. That's good. Say that again. Okay. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Let's pray for you. Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for Lisa. Lord, we thank you for her, for the the walking into. um, It's like when the children of Israel came into the promised land, they've been hearing about it. And uh, as we know the history, there was a little roughness (laughs) during the journey. There were some things to learn. There were some people to, to that had to cut off and die off, and but they they enter into. Um, and I see you entering into. You know, when we God'll God'll give us a word, right? We'd be all excited. We'd be all on fire, like yeah. And then life life happens. We experience things, and we could be almost right there, and then we'd be like, yeah, because we get, you know. <coughs> We we we've experienced some things, and sometimes it feels like, okay, is that ever is that word gonna come to pass, or like what's happening here? But <clears throat> excuse me, I see you entering into, like you you're 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 entering now, you're you're entering into the promises, and you might be entering into with with your left leg dragging, but you're still entering into you because you, you're still hoping and believing. And you're still like like this word I just gave for Carolyn, like your 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 strength and your hope is renewed. <coughs> you're not weary. Right? Let's read that scripture again. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So it's like you're you're walking into like at first you were running. Now you're walking. But you're still not gonna go faint. You're you're coming into. It's like the, it's like a season of like coming into like finally, <laughs> finally. Some of these promises are very old, and in human timeline. To God, they're not old, but to uh, you know, He lives in the eternal realm. But to us, we're like, I've been waiting on that for fifteen years. But it, you're, it's it's time, and the timing. We you know we trust God's timing. He knows what we need to <clears throat> to be able to properly handle what he has for us. Sometimes we do have to go through those things to develop and grow and to have different perspective. He has his reasons, but you're coming into. You're coming into like you're 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 walking into that that promised land, that those promises. So we thank you for Lisa. We thank you, Father God, that she's coming into the promises. 
Um, we thank you for her being a, an example and a light for her family and those um, around her. And we thank you, Lord, for her providing hope to people to just keep believing, mm -hmm. to not give up, to not give up on you, Lord. Because some people do give up on you. Some people give up on God, even though he never gives up on us. But, Lord, use Lisa to teach people not to give up on you, not to give up on God, that when what he says he's going to do, he will do it. He'll show up when he needs to show up, not when you want him to. He'll do what he says he's going to do in his timing, not 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 our timing. <laughs> and, and use her to, to be that mouthpiece to teach people that and, and let them trust that. And that way they can they can be okay with what what's going on in their life. They they will be open to it. They won't be trying to dodge or duck the correction or 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 the experiences that they they will welcome it because they know that it's what's necessary and needed to get to where you have already promised them that they are going. So I just thank you Lord for using Lisa to to shift people's mentality and the way they handle life, the way they handle life. Let that be done in Jesus' name. Amen. I could go on and on about that, but I'll save that for another day. <clears throat> All right. Next caller is 251229. Okay. Uh, hello, Prophetess Terrence and Tanisha. How are y'all? We're doing good. How are you tonight? Blessed and highly favored. And so are you. <laughs> Amen. I received that. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so let's pray for you. Okay. Lord, we just thank you for Sarah. Father God, we thank you for um for being seen, uh being being noticed. Uh they got you you know, uh God God reward you openly. Mm. He says he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And when he rewards you, he rewards you openly because he wants your enemies to see how good of a God he is. He, he, he wants people to know how well he takes care of, 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 of what's his. And, and he rewards you openly, especially when you uh, are not afraid to boast in the Lord to tell of his goodness. Mm -hmm. Yes. So get, get ready to uh, be rewarded openly um, to where when people ask, it was nothing but God. Because even with you, you'd be like, I, it was nobody but God. You knew it was nothing that you could have done or anything. That's the type of, of, of situation is, is going to occur a thing that's going to happen something you ain't thinking about ain't even thought about but the Lord already had things in, in, in motion it's just about us lining up and just trusting him fully and being developed uh, properly prepared for what he, he, he has for us a, a lot of us we we want things right now because it's on our mind. But we have to prepare for the things that we claim we want. You know, you can say you want something all day. A lot of people, yeah, I want, I want 100 acres of land. I want to build this big, beautiful home and have this, that, and that. And that's fine. 
But who's going to take care of it? Mm-hmm. You get 100 acres, who's going to make sure that land Say, Do you know anything about taking care of land? Do you have any connections on taking care of land? You know, we, you, you, you want it, but make sure that, that what you want is lined up with what God wants for you. Because what God wants for you, he provides everything for it. And he gives you that desire to begin to, to, to have it and then begin to, to take the necessary steps. Like you start building confidence for what God has for you, especially if it's something you ain't never seen before, never even really imagined, and you start, like, seeing it, and you start believing, like, yeah, I can have it, you know, because when you start gaining knowledge and things, and you begin to see uh, what what all goes into certain things, you, you it's either going to drive you from it, or it's going to drive you to it. Mm-hmm. So I just thank God for uh, openly rewarding you during the season. So just just be prepared. I mean, I mean, you being prepared now. <laughs> just be ready for what God has. Uh, that's what I got to say in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. Next is hold on. Seven zero four four nine two. Who are we speaking with? Uh, this is Dastia from Canada. Hey, Dastia. Hey, how are you tonight? Good. How are you guys? Doing good. Great, great. Let's pray for you. Lord, we thank you for Dastia, Lord. We thank you for for just the uh, ignition, um, ignition, like an ignition switch. Like with a car, an ignition switch turns on the whole car. Um, I see God giving you the power that you need to, to turn things on, right, to get things going. Because you can have all intentions of going somewhere. You get in the car, you have the keys, your tank is filled up with gas, but in, in order for you to go, you have to turn on the ignition switch, um, whether you have a push start or you actually put a key in and turn it. But the ignition switch has to be um, ignited in order for you to go. So it doesn't matter what the plan is. Without that ignition switch, you ain't going nowhere. And I see the Lord turning on the ignition switch of, of things in your life. So you're, 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 it's like you've been behind the wheel and you're like, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I got the gas in the tank. I'm here. I got my seatbelt on. Why am I not going? But you just, it's a timing thing. Now God is turning it on. Now you could go. Now all the other things, you already know what to do. You know how to hit the gas to go. You know how to use a steering wheel. You know how to use your, your lights and hazards and your blinkers and all that. So it's almost like you've been being prepared how to drive, but you just did not have the ignition switch turned on. But now he's going to do it. So now you can go where you need to go. But that was the key. But it was a timing thing. You know, we got to trust God's timing. Sometimes we feel like we're trying to figure it out. We waste time trying to figure out, well, why am I not there now? What's going on? Trust, just trust God. Trust his timing. He knows what's best. He knows what you need. He knows what you, you, you need to do. He knows what you need, how areas you need to develop. He knows what people need to get away from you. He knows what people need to come to you. Like, he knows everything. So... If that's what I see. It's like the ignition switch is finally turning on. Now you could go. So it's, it's go time. So, Lord, we thank you for that. Thank you for Dastia having go time and just uh, protect his, uh, his, his, and the will that you have for his life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's good. 734672, who are we speaking with? 
Hi, this is Jennifer from Michigan. Hey, Jennifer, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Let's pray for you. Lord, we thank you for Jennifer. We thank you for for her uh, the, the the protection realm, the the the, the generosity realm. It's like what I was talking about earlier in the show about when you're generous to people, you you basically uh, will reap generosity. I see people really being generous towards you, like you really entering into a season of generosity for your generosity because you've been generous towards people, like you really uh, reaping generosity and and just ways that you can't even imagine. You know, you might want to go buy a new car or something. They knock off half the price and give you all the upgrades for free. That's generous. You know, you, you go to the store and, and somebody say, oh, they paid paid your bill. That's generous. There's just so many ways that people can be generous, but I see you really entering into a season of generosity towards you. People being generous. You, of course, in turn, being generous towards others becomes a cycle, right? Because God sets us up in good ways. When we, we're generous and then people are generous towards us and then we have even more to be generous with, so we're even more generous and then people are even more generous towards us. This is the cycle that we want. You know, some people get caught up in vicious cycles that are not good, but God sets us up for good cycles. But that's what I see, um, Jennifer, you you really entering into a season of generosity where people are going to just be generous towards you. Um, sometimes you won't even know until after the fact where they're like, oh, they did that because they're not supposed to. Or, oh, wow, that doesn't normally come with it. Or, you know what I mean? Like where you don't even realize, you know, at some point that what they did was generous until later on. So you're going to just see that where God likes see I'm showing you. I'm showing you how I work. I'm showing you how I move. So you keep moving the way you move. Keep watering. Keep being generous because it's, it's going to come back. It's going to come back and you're entering into a generous season. So, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for Jennifer and her life. We thank you for sending people to be generous, to love on her, to bless her, and that she in turn is a blessing to others. Let that be done in Jesus' name. Amen. So if we have one more, we're out of time, but I think we can still get them. <laughs> 608 Hey, Shannon. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Shannon. How are you tonight? Just leaving the gym. We're good. Leaving the gym? Okay. Yeah, get in that workout. Let's pray for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Lord, we thank you for Shannon, Father God. We thank you for uh the just the love of the love of his life. Mm-hmm. Um him him understanding you are really the love of his life, but you also bringing um a human <laughs> a human love of his life. Um and we thank you, Lord, that you that that he's just gonna be the the best of yeah. of, of of everything to his spouse, best friend, provider, um, the best listener, the best of everything, um, that that it's going to be something that you put together. It's going to be worth the wait. It's going to be um, where they're, they're best friends. They're really best friends and, and, and grow on a, on a, a friendship and a, and a mutual love and admiration for one another um, and really seeking the best for one another. Um, but to thank you that you bless him in every area, uh, bless him in the mental realm of, of just him uh, trusting you, putting his mind, his thoughts, everything towards towards you and what you have for his life, the will that you have for him, um, and that he can just uh, rest easy and know that you, you, you have a mate for him. You have a mate for him. Um, and, and she's going to be the best 
of, of everything to him, and he's going to be the best of everything for her. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. Let it be done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. That's everybody. We're out of time. A few of you still on call back at, to Randy at 845. Hit one, get in the queue. Um, until next time, we love you all. Good night. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.